హలో అండ్ వెల్కమ్ టు ది ఐ గీక్స్ బ్లాగ్ షో అండ్ యాపిల్ ఎక్స్క్లూజివ్ పాడ్కాస్ట్ ఐమ్ యూ హోస్ట్ హర్షాంకి అండ్ ఇన్ టుడేస్ ఎపిసోడ్ వి గన్ బి టాకింగ్ అబౌట్ హౌ యాపిల్ హ్యాస్ టాప్డ్ ద లిస్ట్ ఆఫ్ స్మార్ట్ ఫోన్స్ ఇన్ ద క్యాటగిరీ ఆఫ్ కస్టమర్ సాటిస్ఫాక్షన్ ఇండెక్స్ అండ్ ఐమ్ నాట్ సర్ప్రైజ్ టు బి ఆనెస్ట్ బట్ హౌ డెడ్ వీ గెట్ టు దిస్ కన్క్లూషన్ వాట్ ఫర్ ద పారామీటర్స్ వీ ఫాలోడ్ అండ్ హౌ డెడ్ యాపిల్ మేనేజ్ టు beat samsung despite of samsung having such heavy android popularity if you want all of this information in written format don't forget to check out our app and if you want to connect with us on our social media channels we're available everywhere as igeeks blog if you want to connect with me you can just hit me up on instagram hrshanki with an extra i moving on the latest american consumer satisfaction index survey results are in and the difference between the very best is down to a point Every year the American Customer Satisfaction Index surveys tens of thousands of people to rank the best mobile network operators and phone manufacturers for the latter factors like ease of text messaging phone design video quality and battery life are taken into consideration as customers rate the phone brands on a scale of 10 To recap last year's index Samsung and Apple had the top spot with an average rating of 80 and Google and Motorola were right behind at 77 points a piece today the ASCI released its latest survey results which measured the satisfaction levels of cell phone users between April 22nd and March 23rd and the process included randomized email interviews with 15881 customers and the results Apple had more than average rating and the highest in the smartphone category although Apple and Google both saw an increase in satisfaction levels with the two companies jumping up to 81 points and 78 points respectively Samsung remains still at 80 which means the users are just as satisfied as they were with it last year but more importantly Apple has the pole position to itself The ASCI also measured the satisfaction levels of manufacturers based on their 5G and non-5G offerings. And in these findings, both Apple and Samsung were tied at first with 81 points for their 5G models, most phone released after 2020, while Google scored an 80. Samsung attributes much of its success to its increasing implementation of after-sales services like digital care options and personal concierges. According to its internal research, 73% of consumers buying a new smartphone listed technical support as a key purchase factor. And the durability of devices was just as valued. In contrast, Apple saw more favorable results in the non-5G models section, leading the pack and beating Samsung by 4 points. Given the longevity and extensive software support for which iPhones are known, The higher satisfaction with its older models is also not surprising. The big takeaway from this year's index is the gap between the top manufacturers that is Apple, Samsung and Google's and the others is slowly but surely widening. Consumer spending is not as lavish as it once was and customers are becoming more conscious of what pieces of technology they invest in, putting more reputable brands front, center and the alternatives further and further away. So it's clear who's selling the most phones but who actually is making the best phones from performance design ecosystem and security we dare to compare the two smartphones and here is a comparison result of why apple topped the list and wins against samsung let's start from the year 2019 
In quarter four 2019, Apple shipped 69.5 million versus Samsung's 70.4 million in total smartphone units. But fast forward a year to quarter four 2020, Apple did 79.9 million, whereas Samsung only sold 62.1 million units. Now that's a big gain for Apple and a massive drop for Samsung. But understand this, on a global basis, smartphone sales fell by 12.5% if we include all the other smartphone manufacturers in the mix. Despite of this, Apple managed to sell more iPhones. I'm not entirely sure what is accounting for Apple's significant gain here. Still, back in the days, iPhone 12 was a massive win for the company as its first 5G device and its price point was lower than for the previous model on the entry level when it was first introduced. We also had to account for other models that continued to sell well at reduced price points following the iPhone 12 launch. In contrast, Samsung did not make comparative price adjustments in its line later in the year and did not have 5G across until recently. So which company is making the best phones? Clearly, Apple is selling more number of phones. Let's compare both the models based on the user experience. We could argue about this all day long because it is a highly subjective topic. I prefer iOS. I know a lot of people who prefer iOS, but then there is a major chunk of people who still are hung up on Android. Objectively, however, Samsung has made significant improvements with One UI 3.0. However, if we track the developments of both mobile operating systems over the last several years, it feels a lot like Android and iOS are becoming very similar platforms from a user experience perspective. And for that reason, both are equally tied up when it comes to giving excellent user experiences. But they could also use considerable improvement in several areas. iOS is a good user experience, but many areas need redesign or optimization. Samsung does a decent job with taking raw Android and improving it with the value-added stuff. Product performance. There is no denying it. Apple's Bionic is way ahead of Samsung on overall chip performance and on benchmarks performed at the end of last year using the Qualcomm on the S20s. It trounced it in every conceivable area that was quantifiable. However, right now, for S21 devices in the North American market, Samsung uses Qualcomm Snapdragon 888 SSCs that are faster in some raw benchmark areas than A14, such as memory bandwidth. It also integrates 5G on the dial. In contrast, A14 Bionic is paired with an older X55 Moton chip made by Qualcomm and has to go through Interconnects for its data communications pipeline. Apple is a year behind Samsung in 5G systems integration. There's no getting around that. In terms of CPU core performance, the Snapdragon 888 is an octa-core 8, whereas the A14 Bionic is a hexa-core 6. They both have cores that clock out at similar speeds at a max of about 3 GHz. A14 Bionic has more tier 3 cache, 8 MB, versus Snapdragon's 4 MB. But we have to remember that A14 Bionic also has 16 specialized machine learning cores for doing advanced computational photography and computer vision, and it also sports 4 powerful graphic cores. Apple highly optimizes its chip for its platforms. Apple doesn't go on the open market and source designs from other semiconductor vendors like Samsung is doing. Where Samsung takes the lead right now is in displays because this is where they have chosen to put a lot of its R&D efforts and it maintains the world's second largest display manufacturing business. 
the company's flagship phone sport 120 hertz amoleds with adaptive refresh a technology that is not yet present on the iphone models however high frequency adaptive refresh screens do consume a lot of more power which is why s21 sports a much higher capacity battery the company also manufactures folding displays which are used on its most expensive galaxy z line of services So while Samsung smartphones might have higher performance on paper in some areas Apple's current iPhone real world performance with the mix of applications consumers and businesses use on a day-to-day basis often perform faster than Samsung's current generation phones and that is because Android is just plain more resource intensive than iOS is for that reason Apple comes out as a winner and Samsung still has a lot of work to do native services and app ecosystem Apple blows Samsung out of the water in terms of the native ecosystem. For virtually everything in apps and services, Samsung has to rely on Google. So while Google gets an 8 for its ecosystem in terms of its breadth and quality of its service offering on Android, Apple scores a 9 because I think its wearable services are vastly superior to what Google has now. I believe its music ecosystem and games and financial offerings are also better. You can argue that Google's apps and services implemented on iOS are as good or work better than the Android version in some cases. Product integration. Part of Apple's magic is how easily all of its product work together without the user having to do much if anything to make it work. Samsung does have a line of products from fridges to dryers to phones and smartwatches. But there always seems to be one thing or another that doesn't work right. Again, this goes back to relying on Google for Android and Chrome OS and Microsoft for Windows. They don't control the total experience. Samsung tends to take its cues from Apple when it comes to how well integrated its products should be with each other. But Apple's stuff just plain works. If we're talking about AirPods, Watch, HomePod, Apple TV, iPhone, iPad, Mac, all as one cohesive product ecosystem, I would say that Samsung's wearable story with Gear is currently better than Google is with Wear OS, let alone Fitbit. However, it still lags way lower than Apple. Developer ecosystem. Samsung doesn't have its own ecosystem unless we talk about integrations with its specific services like its Tizen OS used on Gear smartwatches and smart TVs. For everything else, it depends on Google because it owns the Android OS. So in this metric, Samsung scores way less than Apple. Between the two communities, the commercial activity is heavily prioritized towards iOS. Cupertino is also much more in touch with its developer base than Google. Apple emerges as a clear winner here. As an overall score, Apple definitely leads. And in all of this, we don't speak to innovation and customer value because these things are highly subjective to each person. Both Apple and Samsung are highly innovative in their own respective ways. With Samsung, we see things like folding phones, display manufacturing, and display designs. Whereas with Apple, it's in the chip design, machine learning, wearable computing, and audio. How do you feel about two giants ranked against each other? Which phone would you prefer? Let us know by connecting with us on our social media channels. We're available everywhere as iGeeks Blog. And if you want to connect with me, you can just hit me up on Instagram, Harshanki with an extra I. I'm your host Roshanki. I'm going to see you guys next week with more exciting content, hopefully testing a product. Till then, stay safe, stay hydrated and sayonara.